Good morning. Welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today on this Sunday morning where we talk about the word of God. And often on Sundays, we like to talk about a classic hymn, a song we may sing, a contemporary song, whatever. Make sure that we understand some of what the song's about and the story behind it. So today I'd like to talk about a very, very popular song called Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. I love this song. I, I seems like so many people love and enjoy singing it. It's an interesting story behind it. And as I've done a little research on it, I hope you will enjoy it. And as we talk about this song, it's written by a guy named Robert Robinson. He's from England, grew up in the countryside of England. His father passed away when he was eight years old. And so he had to become the breadwinner somewhat of the family, or he had to take a great deal of responsibility while he was yet a very young boy. And evidently his grandfather, his mother's father, was very unhappy with his daughter's choice of husband. And so the grandfather, who evidently was a wealthy man, but she married the, the, his daughter, Robertson's mother, married a man who was not highly accomplished and didn't quite meet the, the father's standards. And as a result, he basically disinherited his grandson, and when the father died, didn't prove to be much help, left them on their own. So they went through some life with some difficulties. It was at 20 years old that he had the benefit of having heard George Whitfield, the great preacher in England, someone who I greatly admire and would love to be like myself, as he was an open-air preacher, an outdoor preacher, a revivalist. And George Whitfield, he heard him preach on the wrath of God. And this stuck with him for quite a time. And evidently, about two years he thought about it before he finally became a believer in Christ at about age 20. Now, interestingly, his mother had always hoped he would be a, a minister uh, uh, at the Church of England. But because of their poverty and the difficulties of life, they were never able to get that education. Instead, believe it or not, he was being apprenticed as a barber, but his heart was always to seek the things of God. I think God was answering his mother's prayers. How interesting that even though this man, this young boy, who had to be, who grew up to be a man early on, even though he had to get out and earn the money and did so as a barber, Yet I believe the, his mother's prayers had a great influence upon him. Hey, moms, make sure you're praying for your kids. Make sure you're praying for your children and your grandchildren. God hears those prayers. So anyway, he had this heart. He came to Christ. He got saved at about age 20 as a result of hearing Whitfield talk about the wrath of God. And he uh, began to seek God, and he had opportunity to, to get into ministry. And while there, he wrote this song. Let's look at the words and think about some of what it says. Come, thou fount of every blessing. Well, who is that fount? It's God. What a way to look at life. What a way for a guy who had to, at age eight, had to become, had to grow up quick, had to take care of his widowed mother, had to be the, be the, uh, the man of the home and had a tough life and couldn't pursue some of their dreams because they, they didn't have the access to the funds and they were cut off even by family members in the time of trial. 
Yet he saw God as that source of blessing, and that's what, he, that's what it was. Come, O oh God, you're the fount of every blessing. He had that positive attitude, evidently. Tune my heart to sing thy grace. God, help me understand and sing of who you are. Streams of mercy never ceasing. Call for songs of loudest praise. That's right. We don't praise God with a meek little mumbling. We sing robustly to the Lord. We sing with all of our heart to the Lord. Teach me some melodious sonnets sung by flaming tongues above the angels. Praise the mount. I'm fixed upon it. Mount of God's redeeming love. And sure enough, that's what he wanted his life to focus on, the redeeming love of God, the the grace of God, the message of our Lord Jesus Christ, the salvation he brings. Here I raise my Ebenezer, he says in verse 2. What's an Ebenezer? In the book of 1 Samuel, they would they they three times as Ebenezer is talked about it was a stone a stone of remembrance, and the stone related to different things at different times in the in these three uh, instances there in First Samuel, but the one we think of most is the last one where they had a victory. First they didn't have a victory, and the Ebenezer stone was. It went from defeat to lament to finally victory. And it reminds us when they explain it that Ebenezer said they they put this stone up as a stone of remembrance and the Lord has helped us thus far. Brothers and sisters, when you think you maybe you've sung this one, what in the world is an Ebenezer? It's a reminder of God's blessing in our lives. We have some good friends who they have these stones of remembrance because these stones, it's interesting, that was also what they did there when they crossed into the Jordan, the, the, crossed the Jordan into the promised land led by Joshua. They had stones of remembrance. These friends of ours, they got some stones, they have a basket in their house with stones and they write on it like the birth of their kids or the baptisms or uh, uh, when God would bring them through a great victory or provide, provide for them in a special way. They'd write, write on the stone as a remembrance of the faithfulness of God. Great idea. I thought we need to do that. What an what an awesome project to develop for yourself. But to have these ways to remember the goodness of God. He has helped you so far. Wherever you at wherever you're at today, God's brought you this far. You maybe have had difficulties, trials, hardships, but God has brought you to where you're at. God has brought you this far. I'm sure there's Every one of us has had times we've thought, boy, life is tough. We've hit the wall, shall we say. We've, we've thought life is difficult. How do I go on? And God has helped you press on to make it through, to overcome, to endure and overcome, prevail. Maybe you're still in the midst of just a real time of trial or difficulty, but understand, God is with you and God has brought you this far. And as you look back through your life, maybe there's been hardships, trials, and difficulties. But trust me, there have also been victories, and the goodness of God has been evident to you. And I encourage you, remember that. Remember the goodness of God. Don't don't go through life only remembering the difficult times. Remember the goodness of God, the power, the grace of God. Here I raise my Ebenezer. Hither by thy help I've come. And I hope by thy good pleasure safely to arrive at home in heaven. Jesus sought me when a stranger, wandering from the fold of God. 
He to rescue me from danger bought me with his precious blood. I think some trans some songs today sing interposed his precious blood. Either way, Jesus sought us. What a wonderful thing. Now this third this third uh, verse here is an interesting one. Oh, to grace how great a debtor daily I am constrained to be. Let your goodness like a fetter bind my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart. Oh, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. This, um, it's an interesting, interesting verse. It's one of humility, acknowledging how easy it is to drift, to wander away from the Lord, to, for my, our hearts to become enamored with other things, with things of this world, with the bright, glittery stuff of this world, with even with sin, even with the worldliness, th- things that we shouldn't be enamored with. And he, he wanted his heart as he wrote this. I believe he was only 22 years old when he wrote this, only been a Christian about two years. And uh, as Robert Robertson talked about in his heart, so easy to wonder, so easy to... We have these times where we, we're excited about the Lord, we're inspired about the Lord, and boy, we can so easily walk away from... How many times have you been inspired at church? By the worship, by the music, by the message, and, and you know, barely are you into the church parking lot and you forgot what what the message was even about, or you forgot what you even sang about, and your heart was wandering onto all the other things to do that day or to think about or had to get done or where you're gonna go. It's so easy, is it not, to when God speaks to us. That's why it's so important that we are regularly available to God. It's one of the reasons we come here every single morning, every day, is because we want to tune our heart right to God every day, not once a week. We want to do it every day. And might I say even multiple times throughout the day, but at least every day that we recalibrate, retune, refocus on the Lord because our hearts are prone to wander prone to leave the God we love. And we go from these times of these mountaintop, I love the Lord and he's wonderful to me and soon can forget about it. This is why it's so important to keep retuning, recalibrating, because we're prone to wonder. And what do we need to pray? Oh God, bind my wondering heart to thee. And asking God, keep me focused. Keep me Keep my mind set on the things above. Keep me being who I ought to be. Evidently, as I was doing my research on this song, Robert Robertson did stray. And he did have times where he went from, you know, pastor different types of churches, evidently changed certain convictions he had. It's possible, if I'm understanding it right, his last experience may have been with the Unitarians. And of course, the Unitarians, you know, they, they were outside the faith of, the, of Christianity. And as story would tell, I was reading in a one some of my research, and as a story would tell, late in his life, he he had, uh, was was in a carriage, getting a ride in a carriage, shall we say, It'll be, probably be our modern day taxi, and uh, and there was another a woman in there, and they got to, to talking a little bit, and she began to sing a song to him, 
And the song she sang was, Come thou fount of every blessing, tune my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy, never ending, call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious sonnet sung by flaming tongues above. Here's my heart. Of, how's it go? Let me see. Let me see. Take praise the mount I'm fixed upon it, mount of God's redeeming love. As she sang that song to him and finished, he told her, I wrote that song. I'm the author of that song. But evidently he'd strayed in his prayer, and he said, oh, I'd give the wor- uh, the world all the worlds if I had them that I might once again experience that closeness of God. Brothers and sisters, our hearts are prone to wander. That's why we need to guard them. And how sad, if this is a true story, that someone who wrote even such a beautiful, meaningful song, that he wandered and he strayed and he lost touch with God. That's why it's so so vital that we, as it says in Proverbs, guard your heart with all diligence. Watch over your heart. Protect your heart. Keep humble. Keep it humble before God. Keep it sensitive to God. Keep listening to God. It's so easy to wander away. It's so easy. I often say to students on campus, what do you need to do to to stray away from God? The answer is absolutely nothing. The, The world will take you that. That's the course of the world. What do you need to do to keep your heart on fire for God? You need to take the steps to be diligent, be in the Word, to be in prayer, to be in fellowship to guard against the little sins that enter in and begin to make a difference. Let's not let that happen. Amen? Father, we praise you today, and we thank you for beautiful music that can inspire us. We want to sing the praises of God. You are the fount of every blessing. And as we consider all the goodness that you've done and all the ways you've blessed us, you deserve, you're worthy of songs of loudest praise. You're worthy that we praise you robustly from our heart. We sing as, as we sing as if we really mean it. And we thank you, Father, that you have brought us safely thus far. Oh, we've had trials and difficulties and refining, and we've had hardship and time. We've had all of this, Father, but you've brought us to where you brought us. And you're not going to abandon us. You didn't bring us this far just to leave us here. You're in process. You have us on a journey. We're growing to be more and more like Christ. And we thank you and we bless you for the work you're doing in our lives. We thank you for the divine appointments of people you bring into our lives. Thank you you bring the right people into our lives. Thank you, Lord, how sometimes you bring the wrong, take the wrong people out of our lives. We thank you for how you're at work in us. And we acknowledge that and we see the goodness of God surrounding us and leading us. And for this, we are grateful and we bless you. And yet, Lord, we do acknowledge that even with all your goodness, our hearts do, are, they are prone to wander. We're prone to stray. We're prone, Lord, to have eyes for the world. We're prone to be excited about things that aren't that exciting, really, and to be bored and not interested in the things that ought to thrill our soul. We pray, Father, help that you would bind our, like a fetter, bind our heart to you, bind our praise to you, bind our mind to you. I pray, Lord, that day by day, hour by hour, we would be faithful Christians. We love you. We bless you. We worship you. 
we confess and acknowledge our desire today, our desire to be full-time, 24-7, lovers of God, disciples of Jesus, believers in Jesus, faithful to you, round the clock, until we take our dying breath. We bless you, and we love you now. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. All right, folks, so glad to have had you along with me today. We're here every day, so I hope you join us. As I was saying here in this song, it's so important because we are prone to wonder, so it's so important that we get encouragement every day. I hope you get into the Word of God yourself every day. But I also think it's vital and helpful if you if we hear it taught and we share with others and we allow others to bless us. So that's why I come here every morning, 8.30 a.m. live. And you can be part of our chat, share prayer requests, say hi to people. Or you can come later in the day. Or you can even just listen on the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. If you're new, leave a chat below. In the chat below, tell me who you are. Introduce yourself. Say, hey, Tom, I'm, I'm, I'm your name and where you're from. And I'd love to hear from you. Make sure you like the video and subscribe and hit the notify buttons. Tell your friends, even at church today, tell your friends. Even if you sing this song in your church today, make sure to say, hey, this morning devotional Tom Short, he talked about this very song today. And you might have learned some things to make this song more meaningful. Anyway, until we meet tomorrow, might God bless you, fill you with his grace, his strength. Might you know the fount of God's blessing in your life today, tomorrow, and every day. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.